Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me by phone at 215-259-3687 and on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. So, today I want to talk to you about concussions in personal injury practice. Now, concussions are in the news a lot, somewhat because there's just a general increase in consciousness that concussions are more serious than people previously thought. And there's been a lot of sort of tangential news and studies around um, the NFL concussion settlement where, you know, huge class action on behalf of NFL players against helmet manufacturers and against the NFL claiming that, you know, they weren't, the former players weren't known or properly treated for their concussions and now are suffering injuries. So, you know, I, I think it's, look, it's not new or novel information that repeated blows to the head are not good for you. You know, it used to be, you know, we looked at boxers like they were punch drunk or something like that, but that's a boxer who'd sort of put themselves in the line of fire and been hit in the head a hundred times. You know, your average person, though, may never suffer a concussion. I had, you know, I'll tell you, my story is about, I ride a bike outside for exercise, and um, I think about three years, three summers ago now, I was riding along in Lancaster, which is, you know, pretty beautiful area, where the Amish are, I hit a patch of gravel, went down, landed on my head with my helmet on, thankfully, and had a decently bad concussion for probably a month. So what does that mean? Well, for me, it meant that I, you know, I didn't think too much of it. When I went to work on Monday morning after the weekend, I sat down at my desk. I didn't think I was that out of sorts. I looked at my computer and I couldn't focus on the words there. Okay, so what's that? Well, that's like a visual distortion. You know, what's the the wrong thing to do after a concussion? Is to go play on your phone or on your computer. Basically, you know, the, the activity on these screens is really, really hard for your brain to process without some effort. And the last thing you're supposed to do when you have a concussion is sort of brain effort. The treatment is brain rest. There's no medication for it. But so, you know, I I realized something was wrong and I, you know, went home and basically was in bed for a week just trying to, you know, tune out any distractions. So, you know, what are the signs of a concussion? Usually they're headaches. Sometimes in more serious situations, they're nausea and vomiting. A lot of times it's really just, you know, you don't feel like yourself. You feel like, you know, crap or you feel like you're kind of trapped in a cave was my feeling and is a lot of people's feeling like your brain is basically taking a little bit of a a thump or a thud or an insult and is trying to recover and for whatever reason you don't feel like yourself a lot of people suffer from you know irritability which means maybe you're a little less patient with other people a little bit more um you know prone to snap because you don't have your usual sort of inhibitions, let's say, um, your usual kind of stuff that smooths you out in dealing with other people. So for someone like me, 
you may not notice I'm being irritable, or certainly my wife might not notice, because I'm just generally irritable. But, you know, for your average person who's got a concussion, sometimes their spouse or their kids are going to be like, whoa, you are really like jumpy, snappy, grumpy, out of it, angry, whatever it is. But it's really just a mood change as a result of the concussion. So what other symptoms are there? You know, a lot of people have headache. A lot of people feel like they're sitting in a cave just when they're sitting alone. A lot of people have trouble with uh, bright lights, particularly headlights at night or movies. Uh, Some people are sensitive to loud noises. So those are called photophobia or fear of bright lights, phonophobia, loud noises. Uh, You know, it's essentially a lot of small changes that add up to feeling like you've had a concussion. Now, you know, in personal injury practice, how does that manifest itself? Well, you know, I have a fair number of cases where people are rear-ended at decently high speed, 25 to 35 miles an hour, and they have a concussion, and maybe they didn't even hit something in their car with their head, but their brain whacked against their the bone of their skull pretty hard. Now they have a concussion. That may be their only injury. So how does that affect what I'm doing? Well, you know, in the past, concussions weren't taken as seriously as they are now. So now, insurance companies take them much more seriously. Insurance companies and lawyers on both sides of the case will realize that jurors are much more aware that they're real and serious and take them seriously. So they get a higher value than people previously ascribed to them. So... You know, everyone's different, every case is different, but you're going to get higher numbers in terms of settlement on a concussion than you might get on some lower back pain. That's right now, that's just the way it is. So, you know, what do you need to do if you have a concussion? Well, the first thing you should do is go see a doctor. So, did I do that when I had my concussion? No, I, I figured I knew what I had. what's your doctor going to do? Your doctor's going to do some checks on you, tests on you. Usually see if your eyes are tracking properly, and usually they're not if you've had a serious concussion. And then there's not much treatment. There's PT and OT. There's physical therapy and occupational therapy to try and slowly bring you back to where you were or to let your brain sort of heal itself. Um, A lot of people have trouble staying off the phone and the computer or need to be at their jobs. And, you know, I have a fair number of people who either lose their jobs or have to take weeks or months out of work because of uh, the signs of the concussion or the effects of the concussion don't allow them to do their job. So, you know, if you're someone who needs to multitask for work, you know, that may be a lot of office workers having a concussion is going to be really hard on you. Now, if you're a, you know, laborer or a garbage man or someone who doesn't need to use your higher executive functions too much, maybe it doesn't affect your work as much, but you just feel like crap by the end of the day. So it's hard to say, you know, sometimes you just need to rest and recover. Other times people really need intensive PT and OT. And then there's like, you know, 10% of the population who have a really bad concussion, who for whatever reason, don't get better. And those are the personal injury cases that are the highest value cases. 
They're the ones where the people are the most harmed. And, you know, interestingly, they're often people who were super high functioning and, you know, people relied upon them. And now all of a sudden they've been knocked down from like a type A person to a, a type, you know, B minus person, at least in their own mind and in their functioning or their capability to kind of live their life like they used to. So those are the cases that are most concerning to us because for whatever reason, they people don't get better. And it's not you know, something that we easily can test for. But it is something that we take very seriously because, you know, look, if you've suffered a permanent injury in your leg, that's easily quantifiable. If we suffer a personal injury in your head, that's not, you know, really easily objectively identifiable, that's that's a harder case, right? You have a broken leg, you get surgery, you get a plate put in, boom, we can take x-rays and see the plate and that so on and so forth but with a concussion you know it's really the people around you maybe neuropsych testing we do sometimes but you know most people walking around don't have a prior neuropsych test to compare to so it's hard to say that you know objectively you're doing worse on this written neuropsych test than you did before you know it's arguable but both sides are going to have their arguments in, in just about any case where there's nothing objective to go on. So look, for your basic concussion, you're going to hopefully heal in two weeks to a month. For me, it took uh, probably six weeks, maybe eight weeks before I felt like fully myself. But even after that, for I'd say three to four months after that, I I wasn't real thrilled about driving around on Philadelphia roads because every bump and bang in the car would kind of make me a little nauseous. But, you know, I felt better other than that sort of being unsettled. Uh, Sometimes I play goalie you know, in soccer, and I haven't played goalie, or I didn't play goalie much after that for a while, maybe a year, because I really didn't feel like getting hit in the head, which is just part of being a goalie. So, you know, everyone reacts differently, but there are some good, you know, online resources that I will bring to you on another session. All right, that's Ask Andy on concussions. I hold people accountable. Have a great day.